Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Joining me this evening, I've got a fellow uh, podcast host. Um, he hosts One Kind Radio, which brings you independent music from both uh, a local scale and from around the world. Um, yeah, his uh, last episode was taped recently. You can go listen to it on his website. Um, excited to talk to him about... Uh, what he does and why he does it. Great to have him here tonight. John, thanks for joining me. Definitely. No, thank you so much. Um, yeah, this is, this is an awesome opportunity. Um, yeah, I've been doing One Kind Radio for a long time. Uh, first started out as a streaming radio show uh, back in the day. You're talking about like uh, 1997. Started yeah. out. So a long, long time ago. You know, you know how old I was at, in that year. Oh no, I don't. I was uh, a measly year old. Oh uh, wow! I know. <laughs> Excellent. You made yeah. it this far. <laughs> yeah. So well, that was shit. Twenty three years ago. Yeah, long, long time ago. Uh, started on up uh, mostly on a bet. Uh, a friend of mine said it could never happen because back then it was like really hard for anybody that was not working for a big company. And uh, I was like, well, screw you. I'm going to do this. And uh, uh, we, uh, me and a friend, uh, the guy that was actually like an audio engineer, he knew how to do that. I knew how to do computer work. So we ended up doing a streaming show. And uh, once we started that up in 97, I think we're one of two or three in Chicago area uh, when I was growing up in uh, Northwest Indiana. Oh yes, which is not too far from where I grew up. Right. We've talked about several times. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're from like, what is it, uh, Highland? Uh, real close by, uh, uh, actually in Hobart, Indiana. Oh, right, I knew it was an H, I knew it was one of the H. Right, right, real close by, yeah. Yeah, sure, um, yeah, I used to go to the Indiana Dunes and Crazy Kaplan's growing up. Oh, heck yeah. Get our fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you my know. Dad and I loved, my dad loved that place for sure. Well, I was going to say, you grew up in, was it Homewood or something like yeah. that? Or? Flossmore. Yeah, so. yeah, Flossmore, yeah. Okay, so that wasn't too far down the way. I used to jump over there and uh, go to a couple punk shows and stuff. So. Oh, dope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Man, that would have been... Man, that's that's something that I never really. Um, I was always curious about, like, because we we have such a thriving DIY scene here in River West. I think about yeah. like, what if there was a DIY scene in like Homewood when I like <laughs> that I just never knew about. I mean, there yeah. were like some bands in high school, like there were like, it was just kind of like you know, you're pretty average, like fourteen, fifteen year old, like cover mm -hmm. bands and shit like that but oh, yeah, yeah i mean you you really you really like don't uh you're, you're not conscious of what's going on around you like you know when you're that young versus yeah. like you know what's what's accessible to you you know yeah, exactly yeah yeah the world the world is uh not as big when you're younger and then all of a sudden uh you know you find out wow i can travel to shows or whatever it may be but like in your backyard uh you know you get that that local scene that's going on uh, and, you're like man. oh that's what my parents were talking about <laughs> <laughs> right seriously <laughs> yeah oh definitely yeah. so yeah so you um so was there like uh much of a like a diy scene in like your hometown in hobart not really, no, no. It was horrible there. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I grew up in a a very small uh, town, very small town. Um, my, I think my graduating class at the time was uh, like a hundred seventy five, so it was like fairly small compared to uh, uh, local schools around the way. So we always ended up having to travel on out to punk shows and stuff like that to like Hammond, Indiana. Or, uh, and, and, and I think now, mind you, I could be wrong if it was actually, um, over there in Homewood or it was Lansing, I couldn't remember, but it was over where off the alley was at. And, 
Um, uh, and I remember going to a handful of shows there, but you know, a bunch of punk shows there, but, uh, yeah, we were, we were traveling fools, uh, kids that were underage and not old enough to drive. And we were driving to punk shows out in Illinois. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the most yeah. punk you can get. <laughs> <laughs> well, try to be, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, like everything was within, within a you know 10 15 minute drive and then uh then we you know we got a little crazy and went up to chicago which was uh not even that far i mean it was about a maybe 25 30 minute drive from where we lived right. and then that's when we got submerged in the chicago scene uh growing yeah. up so scenes yeah. within the scene oh man yeah and then it, that just blew my mind uh because i was just like my my very first show that i ever went to to see in concert was oingo boingo Oh, wow. uh, I was 12 years old and my uh, older sister took me with her because she was babysitting me and couldn't leave me at home alone, I guess, at 12. I don't know. She thought I was going to start a fire or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, for sure. But, but yeah, I remember doing that. And then I was just like, oh, my God, this is what shows are, you know, at 12. You know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything at that point, you know. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that's what got me submerged into um into music, uh, live music and otherwise, and then meeting bands. And that's what got me into basically the streaming radio show that I started in 97. So, oh, um, yeah. So when you started in 97, um, was it always one kind radio? Uh, no, actually it started out, I was, uh, quite a partaker in, uh, weed and, um, uh, did a lot of smoking of that and it started out as uh, a one kind nation uh, website dedicated to legalization of marijuana and then um basically after that i kind of i don't know i didn't just grow out of that but i was just like oh one kind nation let's just make it one kind radio and most of the bands and things that you know we were doing at that time were mostly punk bands but um most of the people i was hanging out with were uh local farmers uh in indiana so they tend to grow a lot of weed in there uh <laughs> right oh yeah so, so oh, yeah that's what it was it started out as a uh uh that was my platform i guess uh when i was shit 17 18 something like that and then uh it jumped into the punk scene after that so that's funny yeah my <laughs> my dad and my uncles used to grow as well and they were really good at it uh oh, good <laughs> yeah no like my dad was thinking about um like i think it was like last thanksgiving my relatives were talking about oh yeah john you should totally cause my dad's name is john too um good name. Like, john you should uh you should go into the the, the weed growing business here because my parents were garden center owners they we owned a greenhouse so it's <laughs> like that's Imagine. so like that was to have that be an actual conversation like Oh yeah, John, you you should really get into the the weed business. You like you, it'd be right up your alley. You are you already know what you're doing. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah, we're in a time. It <laughs> we're in a time where that's like an actual uh, uh, conversation to have now. Yeah, so, how crazy so is crazy. that though? I mean, it's yeah. very interesting that yeah, we can openly have conversations about it and be like, yeah. I may want to partake today. It is all cool, you know. Uh, well, in most places, but uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, not not here. <laughs> yeah, not, not not particularly here yet. I hope, but yeah, it's keyword. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, no. Uh, that it, it was basically like a real weird thing. It started out as that, and then zines, and then we we're doing those, and then uh, finally into the radio st uh, show itself, which uh, um, took off pretty big within i guess like almost like the what you would consider like the college crowd i guess at that time so it was pretty uh pretty awesome to start out with that yeah dope so like um what, what did you kind of start the show as like what when you started doing it mm -hmm. like what were the first couple topics that like you knew you wanted to talk about oh man uh well the first things that we started on out with obviously were uh we were trying to get our friends bands played somewhere you know yeah. So we're just like, uh, we wanted to get that going and we also would have them on. We would do interviews like in between playing their music and whatnot. Um, it was more or less like a free form 
um, radio show. So uh, the actual uh, genres of music were just all over the place because uh, that was the stuff that we had at the time. Uh, but we were doing mostly music, uh, you know, political talk. Uh, we're pretty not not political in the means of like uh, we want to talk about politicians or anything like that. But we are more or less talking about uh, trying to keep venues alive because they were shutting them down like crazy at the time because they're like noise ordinances and shit, you know. So, yeah. 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 I I I get that for sure. Where you're trying to you're talking specifically politically about the live and creative scenes and whatever and like yeah what, trying to keep what it alive. yeah what it takes yeah to maintain it whatever for sure mm -hmm. um which is once again another conversation very relevant right now <laughs> yeah. as our venues are either already like struggling right now some of them are not going to make it through yeah. the pandemic and uh, talking about yeah like keeping independent venues alive and well because it's we see it's far too many local venues right now uh and it and, and mind you it was even prior to uh the pandemic that either were going under or just you know maybe they were just selling to make a profit who knows but they were there's not as many venues available for local musicians to come out and play and there's such great music here i love the music here so it's uh it, it it'd be great that more bands would have the opportunity to play um and and uh, matt uh you know he he's been doing a hell of a big deal. shout out big yeah. cheers to matt matt uh, i he when i met him um well drunk but when i met him uh over at high dive uh uh, he and I finally started having conversations about the local music scene, and he is so passionate. And and not only that, uh, I've met a lot of people that do a lot of talking, but they don't do anything else after the <laughs> done talking. Yeah, oh yeah, he he is an action guy. He actually gets it done. So it, yeah, big shout out to him. Uh, amazing, amazing person. So yes, seriously, one of the biggest sweethearts in the neighborhood that actively like goes out of his way to uplift folks and artists and bands without without being asked to he just does it yeah and uh, just like the culture he fosters like in his in his venue formerly nausicaa now tsunami yeah. like just like the culture of belonging and, and safety and inclusivity and uh platforming so many different kinds of artists and uh just it's the it's really the heart of River West, you know the the thing that people like know River West as like this DIY ethic oriented neighborhood. Like Matt's got it down. He he brought shows back to the River West Arby's for a yeah, bit. Yeah, the Arby's. Yeah, that was great. Love the art, right? The <laughs> best uh, the the best establishment uh, we have in the, in the neighborhood, and uh, yeah, I I'm excited to see what he does next. Definitely, definitely. It's always something exciting, uh, whether it be a condiments or condiments or yeah, right, or yeah. whatever venture he's got going. He's been uh, both he and uh, Joey. Um, yeah, you know, juicing with Joey. Juicing with Joey. These are the things that uh, have helped me feel uh, like there's some kind of normal life yes. that i can live here during this pandemic so, and yeah i tell you yeah it's it's i was just talking the other day about how we uh um in in some case in some ways and i, I know you i've talked i've heard you talk about things like this on your podcast but um it's it's the things that we took for granted that we're definitely realizing right now you know um the little things and and uh you know it's small things like that um as well as you know uh bands that are you know definitely streaming and performing like uh, I, I see connor i don't know how many times uh, yeah. you know performing <laughs> and, here's to connor as well yeah, man i fucking love yeah all right i'll i'll drink a uh hams for uh, <laughs> yeah. connor and and for tab as well oh, lovely yeah, tab gentlemen yeah. oh my god tab man oh god uh, and he he's been a, a wonderful friend of mine too so that's been good Oh yeah, yeah. Those guys are um, 
yeah, actually, Tab and Eric will be here next week. Looking oh, forward good. To speaking with them. Yeah. Oh boy, get ready. Oh, <laughs> give me all you got. <laughs> well, well, yeah, and they've been playing in a band together for almost twenty years, pretty. Much. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, uh, and and. The last time I saw them, I mean, they're, they're still bringing it at like, you know, whatever you want to call the stereotypical 120%. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, like once I started covering Milwaukee music for Breaking and Entering, like yeah. I just started, like I was on the East side before and I just would, I just found myself in River West constantly. Like I was just, cause this is where all the shows are. You know, yeah, like yeah. The, the whether it's the the basements or the bars, you know, like this show's happening every weekend, and uh, it's always just exciting to see like who's playing where, and uh, I was just like, man, I just got to get over here. So uh, I, since moving to River West, like, um, made so many like wonderful friends, and uh, I find new still to this day like find plenty of new bands or new artists that come out of the woodwork that are doing something different oh yeah and uh it's a gold mine really is i'm telling you uh, any band that you could think of that you're really anticipating their new album anything like that can you think of um, yes soup moat yeah i was just gonna say that <laughs> i was like come on you better say soup moat i you know i've been on uh, that soup moat john <laughs> i know man great yeah. band great band yeah such a great band shout out to them i saw them earlier this year at x-ray arcade mm -hmm. and that was one of the last shows yeah at like of the year um but yeah new record coming out next friday mm -hmm. uh really excited for that it's so exciting yeah um what else um there's um I know that Holy Shit is actually working on a new record as well. They just got shirts, and I'm looking forward to seeing what oh, they've yeah. been working on. Uh, There's a new band that uh, just sort of, like, appeared uh, in the last couple of months that just dropped their debut single, my buddy Preston's band. And they're, like, a surf pop band, okay. and they're called Maybe Hazel. I'm going to have to send you this song they just dropped. Please do. <laughs> they dropped, yeah. Please <laughs> they just, do. I will, John. They Their uh, EP comes out next Friday as well, actually. Oh, so, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about what they're doing. Uh, what about you? What do you think? Oh, my God. Yeah, well, you know, um, tonight, uh, 8 p.m., uh, well, I don't know your time in this. I don't know how you want to look at it. But, um, but yeah, definitely uh, there's a show going on in Chicago um with uh uh a band called dead oh yeah you just featured uh, a re release in their album you featured yeah. their song on and, your um, latest episode yeah yeah first song i'm on the new podcast and i'm telling you if anybody hasn't checked them on out yet uh another fine person in music kendall uh which you've had on your show as well um kendall has not only uh he he loves the band so much, but he introduced me to them. Uh, basically, he he played me their music, and I was just like, "Why the hell am I so like? Why is I mean like why isn't this on my radar?" And then um yeah, listen to them, amazing. They got a live streaming show tonight, so I'm like interested in that. And then also um, uh yeah, Soup Mode was like high on my list. I I'm not kidding. I've been kind of anticipating that. But uh, yeah, locally, there's so many bands that are working on material right now that I'm waiting for them to release it. And uh, man, yeah, hopefully uh, one of these days I'll start uh, getting more of those on in. Uh, it's so hard, though, you know, with with the pandemic, I, I've been trying to figure out how, to, you know, like, how is practicing going on, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Unless like, unless you're, you're like roommates or something. I mean, yeah, that's frozen. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But then you got to see them all the time on the road. Why would you be roommates? That, that would suck so bad. Yeah. yeah. You guys, yeah. It's like you just never get any space from one another. Right. You'd be like, damn it. I hated you on the road. Now I got to come home with you. And I, yeah, still got to put up with your shit. Right. Yeah. Damn it. No, yeah. I'm sure people get along fine. Right. I know, but. 
yeah <laughs> yeah no i i'm enjoying living by myself now for that reason yeah good for you man good for you yeah. that's good hell yeah dude. <laughs> um so um you just kind of kept one kind radio going over the years like basically in the yeah. last 20 years it just continued to be um the periodic production where you would talk about indie music and whatever was on your mind at the time sort of thing yeah yeah i definitely delved into every local scene of wherever i lived uh put it that way uh try to submerse myself in within the scene and try to figure out what what what's going on you know and and yeah. uh the journalistic value of like you know trying to be like asking questions all the time um, but yeah, as far as for, uh, once I moved from Indiana to Chicago and then stayed there for like 18 years, um, yeah, that, that was, it, it's so saturated in Chicago that, uh, you can have a new band that, you know, you're trying to keep up with, uh, every single day, um, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, you'd have to take a lot of Coke in order to keep up with that shit. So I can't yeah, even yeah. do that. I don't have that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of money. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, no, it was great. I uh, loved it dearly. Chicago is a great city uh, for music. Uh, but coming here, I uh, realized something even better is that the bands here are specifically doing it for the fans and they're not doing it for, well, I, get, don't get me wrong. I'm sure some aren't, but uh, you know, the majority of those that I've spoke with, they're doing it for the fans and themselves yeah. uh, versus doing it for like, Hey, I want to get to, you know, I can't wait to play Lollapalooza or whatever the hell it is, you know? Right. Yeah. But that is what their main focus is. And which is, I think what makes the music here, more personal and and the fans are your friends and you know things yes. along those lines which uh was similar to chicago but not so much I, I think. what uh what neighborhood in chicago did you live in uh humboldt park we lived in for a period of time uh let's see here and then uh, lincoln square uh, lakeview uh never went down south i don't know why i always wanted to get down south uh south side but um most of my friends uh, were happy enough to travel from the South side up North. So I was just like, okay, cool. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun. That's, yeah. That's what we did too. Uh, not much going on in the South suburbs really. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. So we would, um, that would, I have like um, a lot of my like best friends live in Logan square. So I oh, was yeah. trying Same to make here, it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's a great neighborhood. Um, uh, so I, I always try to, uh, you know, pay them a visit every once in a while. And they're always working on music. And oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It seems like another pretty tightly knit community. Um, mm -hmm. What brought you to Milwaukee? Um, change the scenery. Uh, basically it. I mean, uh, moving around in my life, I've, um, let's see here, lived in, um, obviously, Indiana, obviously, Chicago. Uh, lived in Boston for about two years, uh, migrated out. Uh, that's what moved me back to Chicago. Don't get me wrong. I like you, Boston, but you're not Chicago. And then uh, <laughs> uh, so many one-way streets is where. But um, yeah. yeah, but the glories of it all, I think, was uh, uh, when I moved to Milwaukee, I wanted to move somewhere where uh, the music was good. People were nice. Um, and it was a smaller version of the complete and total insanity of uh, Chicago. So I, I, I like that feeling. I wish, I wish there was a little bit more, you know, here uh, to offer as far as for like um, public transportation or reliability of, yeah. but other than that, I, I think that Milwaukee's got a ton to offer. So that's why I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, Milwaukee's definitely not without its social and political flaws for sure, but oh, totally. Yeah, right, which is definitely important to acknowledge, but that being said, like, it is also such a melting pot of individuals that love our city, uplift our city, and, uh, you know, are, we breed so many different kinds of talent, and uh, I, I just, I firmly believe that, like, you know, I, like, there's something here for everybody. You know, like there's just so many different, there's so many spheres of, of like, 
you know, whatever you're interested in, like Milwaukee has some degree of presence for, to make you feel like it's home. And, uh, um, you know, my home became live music so quickly. Like once I decided I wanted to do music journalism, um, (laughs) I found home within a month. (laughs) like you know like yeah yeah like there's i just started going on facebook on like all the venue facebook pages and i'm seeing all these like shows and bands and stuff like just racking up and i'm like man i don't even know where to start (laughs) (laughs) that's Um, the best feeling ever (laughs) yeah it honestly is um i definitely say like my favorite place to catch a show in town is Cactus Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Kelsey is doing amazing work with Cactus Club. And Milwaukee music wouldn't be what it is without it. Yeah. Uh, Fucking great but, place. Yeah. But on a local scale, you know, you mentioned before, mm-hmm. man, High Dive is like, it's like the, um, it's just like, it's the River West watering hole. And it's where everyone just, you know, um, well, normally, we haven't had it in a while at this point. Right, um, right. Yeah. Everyone just congregates, and uh, like the alcohol is cheap. The shows are very loud, yeah. and uh, and it, it's just such a fun vibe in there all the time. Whether you're catching a show or whether you're doing karaoke or whether you're <laughs> just uh, hanging out yeah. on a you know uh, Monday Tuesday night, it doesn't matter. Like. High dive is home, man. That 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 had grown into a home, I think. Yeah, I think it was the um uh the biggest thing was where the people uh that were definitely coming to the shows, the people that were I, I might, and not just that, the bands that they brought in were great, but uh you know, hats off to Eric and uh Joey and Connor uh for that bar. Uh because um those three right there were uh and maddie and you know and, and amongst everybody else because uh, you know they all brought that party for everybody they made that place what it was and uh as far as for uh i uh what happens after uh the pandemic uh who knows but you know as far as for what that that little uh little glimpse of what the crazy life that we can enjoy all together. Everybody that was like music nerds and it's like, whatever, you know, all coming on in and enjoying it. Um, yeah, it was probably one of the best times of my life was there. Yeah. And I, I thoroughly agree. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Like it's a place where, you know, you feel safe at and you know, you're in company of people that, you know, just want to feel comfortable and uh, they worked hard to uh, establish that kind of environment um mm-hmm. and uh, um yeah um do you remember like when you first moved to milwaukee do you remember like the first like uh kind of your like inception into the local scene like how you got started oh yeah oh man well i was i was coming on up here before uh actually moving here and seeing bands but um uh i i, I I probably, it's the strangest thing. I was just talking to Kendall about this the other day. Um, the first actual show that I just decided to be like, hey, there's a bar. There's people playing music. Let's go there. Um, we went on over. Oh, where the hell was it? I couldn't tell you exactly where it was now, right offhand. Uh, just, uh, uh, oh, it was Public House. Oh, so yeah. we went on over there and it was Dogs and Ecstasy playing and such a great band yeah yeah and you listen to their new record yeah (laughs) yeah so good it is so bad for me though it's just that i was sitting there and i listened to it and i was like this is so good you know what i got a great idea why don't i just play a cover on my damn podcast (laughs) they have such great original music (laughs) but i chose their cover mostly because i was drinking and i i stand behind that did you pick the Waylon Jennings cover or the Fountains of Wayne? Fountains. Fountains yeah. <laughs> I was like sitting there and I was just like, oh my God, I love this song. Oh my God. You know, but 
Oh man, it is. It's yeah. so it's so quirky and uh, yeah, like eccentric <laughs> and so fun in all the right ways. They're, they're such a great band. I I whatever um they bring uh to the table, put it that way, is always going to be them. Even if it's a cover, it's them. I love their sound. Their sound's so amazing. So, but yeah, yeah, that that was the first actual i'd have to say show that i could think of that i was just like blown away because i was like who the hell is this yeah <laughs> oh my god this band's what the hell okay yeah yeah, yeah. So that was oh, so much fun <laughs> totally um i kind of started with like what i knew you know I, I had some friends from the east side that were in some bands so like i would go to um like i would go to different shows that i knew like my friends were in mm -hmm. um but then like once breaking and entering uh got in the picture where like i was actually like pursuing local coverage and whatever yeah um i just kind of just like subscribed to like all the different places that have shows and like wait and see like i'll go to what i whatever I, like there is and i remember going to see uh cream vellum oh, uh, oh hell yeah that's a great band uh, good shout out, god shout out yeah. to elise and hans and ryan uh, great fucking band yeah um and uh, i i really like, like dream pop music and shoegaze and oh cool man that fun stuff uh and they were like and ryan was like a coworker of mine at a coffee shop that we worked at so like that was my first time at high dive and uh, wow okay yeah yeah and uh i just like just the intimacy where like the band is like literally right in your face right there like, yeah right on your peripheral level and uh, like the lighting is dimly lit and it gets crowded real fast but <laughs> you know kind of what you said you you said earlier in this episode that the, pe the people in these bands don't do it just for the fans they also do it for themselves like this yeah. is their therapy this is their escapism you know um you're absolutely right. Um, I like, you know, it's like, you don't just see like a band you like when you're, when they're up on stage, like playing their songs and going through the set, you're seeing your friends succeeding and kicking ass at what they're doing. Yeah. Like, that's what you see when you're at like a show in River West where, you know, like, large print or haunter or beach burial or cream vellum as just said um mm -hmm. you know apollo vermouth you know elisa is so fucking talented like oh, yeah. um and i can't forget uh the good dog excuse me bad doggies uh hughes family <laughs> band which oh, hell yeah, dude. are one yes. of the most fun shows you can see like <laughs> those are it's yeah. just like these guys that like you know like everyone is kind of quirky and uh, like weird but in like fun and like goofy way where like everyone just has a good time and like seeing the bands like play is just like you're you have such an added uh dimension of fun there because like oh yeah like i hang out with these guys like at, in like at the bar and we like talk over drinks and like we support each other like you know outside of this and seeing it was like you know we're watching them just like fucking winning um yeah and uh yeah it's like, so good man it's so so good like i uh um, it's so cool that you're that and you're that close to it you know i just love that feeling yeah, uh, yeah. circle a is like that too i don't know their predicament during this pandemic but uh um it's as intimate as you can get in yeah oh definitely yeah i'm like belly bumping the lead singer it's like, <laughs> what's going on here like this if, is... if this band has more than four people in it you're in trouble right right <laughs> fuck a ska band they're not coming in there <laughs> oh man <laughs> trying to I set saw... an eight person band in there dude yeah i saw this uh <laughs> this rock and roll band called uh the grovelers oh yeah them. yeah yeah, I saw them there like last like a year ago. Okay. And uh those guys rock, you know, like they're like they'll bring it, yeah. Yeah, they're like classic rock and the bar just fucking 
you know, bottlenecked and uh, I'm just all these like, you know, <laughs> all these people that are twice my age are just jumping around and just, you know, oh, yeah. go, just living their best lives. And I am uh, just trying so hard to like get a good picture. You're like, I'm I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Circle but, A is a yeah. staple. If you're, if you're going to see a show in River yeah, West, gotta go there. yeah, got to go to Circle A because it's like nothing else. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it, man. Yeah. I, I think uh, uh, one band I caught there that actually Connor told me to check on out, which was a band called Twins uh, a while back. But uh, they they were amazing there, and 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 uh, a bunch of other bands. My gosh, and I, I'm sure you know as far as for like even random Chicago bands that come on in, yeah. uh, which I'm just like, whoa, you're still around. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> always a good, always reassuring. Like, Y'all party till five a.m. <laughs> right? Seriously, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it's great. It's really great to see. Um, yeah, and I really am trying hard. You know, like I. I um, I, I should touch base with them more and, and, and a bunch of other venues. I, I'm going to see what we can do to keep these venues alive, you know, especially right now. It's really hard, you know. Everybody's not in the best frame of mind, you know, because of what's going on. And, um, you know, live music for me, I, I'm sure it's probably touched, and it obviously has touched you, but, like, it, I'm sure it touches a lot of a, a different generation as well that they, they want to hear live music or see live music and things like that, but they don't want to, you know, see it, like, streaming on their, on their computers and stuff. But I understand it's probably going to be for a period of time, but uh, these are the venues that we need to start, you know, thinking about, you know, Cactus Club, for crying out loud, best, yeah, fucking great venue and yes. uh yeah kelsey's doing an amazing job there and i i, I love the people there and I, I love everybody the whole family there has yeah. been um so kind to me and so kind to so many people that um yeah we definitely need to keep these venues alive so yeah 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 i mean there's um i know there is the like uh forget, i forget like the full name of it it's like an independent venue association that um folks can donate to if they want to um you know if they really want to do something about that because this this association like advocates for um you know grants uh to fund things like you know local entertainment and uh, um you know sustaining venues at this time so in this episode i'll i'll post a link to that so folks can check that out yeah uh, please do that's that's great yeah 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 there's um, so many musicians and artists that are speaking their minds right now uh and and being able to do so right now is, is such um without getting into too much stuff but um being able to speak their minds about what is going on socially economically and 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 otherwise uh especially with uh the current um uh predicament that we're in until november uh i'd have to say uh <laughs> yeah it, it would be really great for those that are musicians it is really hard to get your voice out there and and say what is real and what is out there and what is going on and uh people need to hear that they need to hear that and and venues are the one of the best places to uh for artists to do so and um yeah it would be great to see more musicians and artists to be able to come on out and speak their minds um even if they're just talking like my god even if they're just talking about smoking weed which is cool but like yeah you know i'm just talking about like you know come on out um you know and, and try to save these venues here and yeah thank you so much for posting that that'd be great oh yeah yeah certainly um yeah like like you said i mean you know, we talk about there really is no separation of like, you know, politics from our things we take joy from being like local music and local events and creative venues and, you know, basically like, and we talk about funding the arts in our yeah. schools and stuff like that, you know, like that's it, all that is directly political. And we're talking about like, it's a directly political issue to be saving our venues right now. Like mm -hmm. that means 
Save you know, the arts, man. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Like, you know, you have like these budget cuts from uh, these conservative whack jobs that, you know, still want creationism taught in schools, for example. There's quite a few of them here. I'm sorry. There are certain, no, they're absolutely, <laughs> we're, we're in, we're in a rough state for that. Right. But, right. but they want money taken away from our, like, our, uh, arts resources in order to like fund their own interests and like mm-hmm. you know that's where it's like we really need to like you know continue rallying around those that are running for office that do have like the interests of uh creatives in mind that do have the interests of like you know art spaces in mind that do have the interest of like you know making it so um, we can return to things like live shows in a safe and responsible way as yeah. soon as possible. So these bands may, and artists may continue, you know, continue like performing and continuing their livelihoods in that way, but also these venues too, because yeah. we, like you said, we don't know what we're going to come back. Like the normal, like the, 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 the idea of going back to normal is, quite a misnomer at this point exactly what is going to be the normal that's the thing who knows it's a matter of salvaging (laughs) at this point you know yeah yeah totally i totally agree um but uh yeah yeah i mean i think the hardest thing for me uh as far as for anything is um uh just trying to imagine what that would be um uh, only thing i could possibly think of is, is i'm just trying to uh set the groundwork you know to where maybe we have like a nice little ease into it but who who knows um but yeah yeah it's those what ifs and things like i said the small things we didn't take you know we took for granted at that time and then now we're just like what but yeah, um yeah um, so weird man and so i mean weird. like things like basement shows like those will always be there yeah. but yeah. yeah, which once again, shout out to Matt. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, man. Once again, Matt, shout out to Matt. Even Matt, man, I'm telling Freaking you, doing Matt. It. <laughs> yeah, Matt has. I tell you, Matt has racked up the shout outs in this show for sure. Oh hell yeah, man, he's a great guy. Yeah, well deserving. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, there's still the relief funds to keep uh, venues open, direct, giving money to these venues directly. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, something I've noticed, like from the cover local coverage is like, you know, some artists are still finding it within themselves to create right now, while others, it does not feel right for them to, because of all of the grotesque injustices and just horrible bleakness with everything like which is understandable you know like i i sympathize with that i want our community to know and i'm like i know you feel the same way john like yeah know that like we will be here on the other side together and uh, even though we can't all like congregate capacity that we wish we could like you know we have a really strong community of absolutely like stunningly talented and uh, heroic individuals um and uh, people that i'm really really proud to call friends you know yeah um and uh, i know that i think it's important for us all to check in with each other right now we have to yeah yeah uh you know it it is a great time you know uh, and and i think that's probably since that you know it's been a long time since i actually put out a podcast but like somebody actually got a hold of me and i felt like such an asshole because they're this like I, I really missed your show and it made me feel good because you're f- strangely funny. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I, I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> but, like, but like, I made them feel good. And, and, and they're like, yeah. And, and, and then they requested, uh, you know, Platinum Boys. And I was just like, God damn, this, you know, maybe this is what it is. That this is what I need. Raw uh, romance, baby. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you know, you need, you need that uh, extra... Um, I don't know. Uh, whatever I can do to make somebody's day feel a little bit better, I think that's great. Uh, you know, I and honestly, with what you're doing with breaking and entering, uh, you know, like that—that that to me actually is pretty f- 
freaking awesome because uh, I'll be checking your stuff out every once in a while. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fucking cool. You know, like, that <laughs> Thanks, kind of John. Cool yeah, it's cool, man. You, you do a great job. But it, the big thing is, is that, you know, uh, when it comes on down to it, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, it, we're all in this together. We have to survive together. Uh, the biggest thing about it is, is yeah, uh, as a community, we need to come together and, and resolve a bunch of things that are going on. And like, like you said, injustices, yes. Oh, my God. There, it, it, and, and not to say anything, you know, like, uh, you know, growing up in, uh, in the Chicagoland area, you would see those things, too. But recently, this has just been an ongoing thing that has been an eye-opener to me here in Wisconsin that um it's down the street man down yeah, the yeah, street yeah. it's right at your next door you know it, it, these these are all our neighbors these are all our neighbors people okay these are people that you know they live with us they breathe here they you know right these are the ones that they're kids yeah they're, they're teenagers yeah, man. yeah yeah man what what in the hell are you thinking about that's honestly for another day because that's a whole new uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, we can go on for hours about that yeah well John yeah. Uh, my last question um, for you is just like yeah where are you with the show right now how often are you um, still doing one kind radio like kind of what's yeah. your pattern right now well now uh, you know as with life everything is always uh, changing and morphing and whatever it may be and as far as for me it's it's eternal so. Um, I, I am happy to be back. I, uh, yeah, just recently came on out with one and, um, it felt great. So, uh, it, and especially the, uh, response that I'm getting from it again. And I'm just like, well, you know what? I, I it's mutually beneficial because I'm just like, wow, I, I'm, I'm happy. And, and other people are telling me they're happy and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Then I guess I'm needed back again. This has been so many years. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I love doing it, man. I love doing it. So I, I, uh, yeah, I will be doing it and I'm looking to, if I can, I'm going to try to do it every two weeks. Uh, I used to do it every two weeks, mostly just because there was so many shows that I wanted to announce and talk about that were coming out. Well, obviously the shows aren't there. So I'm going to try to get to it as much as I can as uh, with whatever music I have to offer and bring to the table. Uh, may, there may even be some podcasts that I'm probably just going to be sitting there and just rambling like I do, I'm do. i doing right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, there's time and space to do that right now because a lot of us have so much to say, but yeah. not always the platform to say it. So, Right, man. And, and, and thank you so much for having me on. I mean, yeah. uh, honestly, uh, this has been a blast for me. Uh, oh, good. Like I said, I'm not a very... Strangely enough, I don't like talking about myself too much, but um, uh, you've made it easy. So thank you, John. Yeah. Thank you. I no, you're a, you're a lot of fun to talk to because, <laughs> I mean, you and I have like you know we obviously care about a lot of the same things and like yeah, I we have a lot of the same friends and I'm just uh, happy I could actually like really get to know you, John. Well, um, thank you. What makes you tick? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shout out to Elena. Can't forget. Oh, Elena, Elena and Tab. Um, you they they have both been, um, probably the ones that have saved me through this the most. So, love yeah. them both. Love them. Both. I love them too. And uh, Elena has been such a good friend. Like in the last six months, like we've we've gotten a lot closer and like, I really, I really think she's awesome. Um, very happy to have those folks around. So yeah, man. Yeah. Um, well, John, uh, as I close out here, yeah. um, uh, tell me what keeps you up at night. Oh, what keeps me, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> what keeps me up at night? Uh, I am always up at night. I, I rarely sleep. So, um, what keeps me up at night usually is uh, drinking, but um, other That's than that, uh, social injustice, which I'm not getting into with you because we'll do this all night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Things like that. Um, I want to make sure that the, I, I don't want to be like a weird talking point, but um, yeah, I, 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 
it's just that I would love the world to be a better place. And I hope that what minor and small thing I can do every day uh, to help do that, I, I, I try. Oh, yeah. So. That's a great mindset for sure. Um, what puts you to sleep? Um, what's that band's name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can go on and on about that. What puts me to sleep, probably the... Um, I'd probably say the easiest term would be, um, it doesn't, yeah, nothing puts me to sleep unless it's NyQuil, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always well, on edge, man. I'm always on edge. Yeah, man. I'd say kind of what's been putting me to, I mean, it's kind of the same answer for both things is yeah. uh, drinking. Yeah. Drinking keeps me up, but it also puts me to sleep. Um, it depends on what you're drinking, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the beer, the beer definitely because it's more calories. Like, definitely, oh, yeah. like makes me a lot drowsier. Um, I've been, uh, I've been watching a Community lately. Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. so funny, and I, I've <laughs> just been laughing my ass off and just drinking <laughs> beer. Um, but eventually, that knocks me out. And, uh, for everyone watching. Um, uh, Support local local venues. We'll be tagging some links to uh, do that. And check out onekindradio.com. You can see all of John's uh, uh, shows where he features local <laughs> and uh, independent music uh, from world, from everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, shout out to River West. We love you all very much. Um, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.